Hey, by the way, I'm, I'm going to quiet down because I want you guys to kind of be mellow a little bit, but if you haven't been, go fix your favorite fucking relaxer and shut off the fucking world. Listen to Metal Nerdery for a little bit. It'll make you feel better. And hopefully Billy can find the fucking song and press the triangle. This is Metal Nerdery. This is Nigel Nigerson, and you're listening to Metal Nerdery. Please follow them on the social media. Uh, they are now on Twitter at Metal Nerdery. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Metal Nerdery Podcast. And search for them out in the Googles at metalnerdery.com slash podcast. This is Obvious Osborne. That guy's British. Isn't it obvious? Good afternoon, everyone out there in the Metal Nerdery Metalverse. It is us, the Metal Nerds. It is the Billion. It is the Wheeler. And it is Mr. Russ Wages. Lack thereof. Our illustrious <laughs> Wages. member. Welcome. What's up? It is a Saturday in Atlanta, and it's beautiful. And it's hot as balls. It's hot as balls. But you know what? That's the kind of hot as balls that's going to make... The comedy show that I'm doing this afternoon that y'all will hear about later. Sweaty balls? Fucking awesome. Yeah, there won't be sweaty balls. There might be some sweaty balls. Have you seen the product they sell on Facebook? Fresh balls? Fresh balls? I am not joking. <laughs> there is an item you can purchase. I've seen the advertisements. It's called Fresh Balls. Fresh Balls. Yeah, balls I, I don't know stale. if it's a spray or a powder or a powder spray or what it is, but apparently <laughs> apparently it gives you fresh balls. <laughs> Sweet. What do you got? An athlete's dick? What is that? <laughs> What's going on? That's Fresh Balls, brought to you by Metal Fresh Balls. Oh, wow. We just gave somebody a free advertisement. Copyright 2020 Metal Nerdy. All right, sir. Hello, this is G off tape. Please don't do anything legal without my name. Thank you. Metal Nerdy 2020. All right, sir. So, what's on the docket there? On the docket? Today, we will be talking about two different things, but the question is what do you want to hear first? Because my ego is driving it. I'm going to tell you about my audiobook, Scream from the Balls. <laughs> First, we're going to be talking about... Fresh balls. Intro. Yeah, I think that I think intro would intro be a good way to intro the show. Soft intro. Soft intro. That's some serious backshadowing. Y'all, y'all remember the soft intro <laughs> little bit from way back? I do, yes. I, th- I think that was what Adam would call you know, a new laugh noise that he hadn't heard. It was... That he hadn't heard. He hadn't heard it before. <laughs> Hi, my name's Matt. I know how to speak English. <laughs> but yeah, we're talking about intros. And there was a there's a thing in metal, and anybody that's familiar with metal knows that, and really not even just with metal, but even with comedy, anything, there's always an introduction. Oh, I you see have to one set I want to hear already. You have to set the tone and kind of kind of let things let let people know where you're going. So the cool thing about what we're doing here. There's a lot of these tunes that they've got different types of intros. For example, you might have like, you know, an intro that's not even a song, like just kind of a instrumental thing. And then the actual song, you might have something where there's like a whole, you know, add on piece to the first track. So we're the devil is, preacher guy from yeah. like uh, shout at the devil type. thing. Yeah, that's right. on there. I yeah, got that yeah, on there. Yeah. yeah. So we covered all kinds of different intros, but these are some of the. Uh, some of mine, and I think some of my fellow ner- nerds' favorite intro tracks. And I have a wide variety to choose from, so there should be plenty for you to enjoy. Hello, my name is uh, 
uh, it is hands fancy food. I'm French and I'm here with the metonetary <laughs> guys from France. How France? Hey Hans, uh, I think Millie might need some help. He's filling up the pasta truck. Uh, it is totally fine. Now we'll go see Millie right now. All right. Where do y'all want to start? All right. We could so go alphabetical or we could go... Is number three on that list from Blind? I don't remember. No, well, it will be an opener. Because the opener of Blind is just freaking fantastic. For people who would like some context here, so we're looking at oh. the tracks that I put on our shared drive to look at, and it was just the folder, which is the oh, name of the band. And so I intrigued with Mr. Russ, and he was thinking he saw COC. He thought blind, but he was mistaken. Yes. Well, they don't have a bad album anyway. They do not. No. No. And, so, and even though Blind had a different singer that they basically used for about half that tour and then fri- uh, fired him, um, he was awesome. But that uh, album did have magical qualities. Too, oh, so, so good. Well, do you want to start at, at the at the alphabetical? Yeah, sure. Shall we? Word. Well, and, and by the way, the COC is preview. Yeah, I mean, when we talk about Black Sabbath, I mean, Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. I know I didn't put that on there. I I should have put that on there. Oh, well, Bill does have it. Now, talking about setting the tone, and I think this is really important to emphasize here, that first Black Sabbath, that fucking, that opener, the bells, the thunder, that sets the whole tone for that whole fucking album. It's like, to me, I can actually visualize them playing in a haunted chapel literally well, who did that before them fucking nobody exactly yeah. nobody it, it changed the world of rock music it, it literally yeah. was like you know and on the eighth day yeah god created tony <laughs> Iommi. it was like yeah. that's right <laughs> and the rest is history yeah hail to tony Iommi. that man is a blessing that man is a blessing he gets all the kudos commitments and fucking condiments and croutons with extra mayo fucking croutons he gets fucking even. croutons man only the <laughs> look guys only the patreon members for metal nerdery get the croutons so anchovies if, if you want to come check out our our unreleased shit join our patreon and not only will you get the the commitments and the kudos you'll get the condiments and, and oh here we go the croutons and the croutons let's all have a moment of silence for and me. the thunder and the lightning and the bells and the satan don't deny the power of intros. <laughs> Wait for it. It never gets old. I bet keeping the bell in key in time is a pain. Sounded brilliant. I mean, even when I listen to that song now, same headspace. It's like automatic. Yep. (laughs) That's eerie as fuck. You can hear him playing in the church. Illegal. Oh, I know. That's the. There was a time you got put to death if you were a uh, conductor and (laughs) see also (laughs) composer in musica. What is this that stands before me? Oh, damn. We're so jaded <laughs> in our 2020 lives that we don't realize how bad this freaked people out Which in 1969 or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, scared the fuck out of people. I would have been made in my awesome. room 
with a black light. <laughs> all the doors, all the doors close. Puffing the magic dragon. Hold on, I think Ozzy's oh, no. got a message. Oh shit! Oh jeez! Oh boy! gives me chills every time every fucking time i've had this album i've had it for over 30 years yeah and every fucking time i hear it it's the same it's the same magic it's like i can put that on and it's an instant transformation i'm in another place he you know i've I've read where tony iomi uh in interviews was talking about you know they were a blues band ultimately when black sabbath started but um they were trying to figure out how to be different than the hippies and how they could do something completely just different. scare the fuck out of everybody. They loved horror movies. Yeah. All the old Boris, Boris Karloff. Yeah, yeah, the yeah they Sabbath loved movie. those movies and Vincent Price and all that, and they decided to go horror rock, which... And, and just think about the translation. Like, this, that album's 50 years old this year. Yeah. 50. It's half a century old. So 50 years ago, that scared the shit out of people. And I bet people, if they... Trans, if they Time machine the from then until now. Or, or the monkeys. <laughs> then you hear that. <laughs> but I mean, that, there was nothing like that. I right. Mean, I, I, I would, I, I, I'm glad I live in the, in the decade that I live in. I yeah, was born. we got all the good music. Right. But it would have been cool to hear that for the first time in 1970. Well, and, and it, just it, freak it, the hell out because you I mean, never first heard time I, like I was kind of yeah. creeped out by the first time i saw the cover because mm. i thought you know that was actually like a witch on the cover and a demon it was a pregnant girl wasn't demon. it it was some it was friend some of theirs it was model, pregnant or something and she's holding her belly i think yeah i don't know i think i read that apparently yeah. she was some hot green martian chick and they came filtered to it to do those <laughs> right. weird colors yeah. sabbath orgy yeah. but something else i wanted to, under sabbath which since we've covered the old guard of sabbath we'll cover there's another one in there that i wanted to do Oh, yeah, that's a great... Oh, man. For anyone that's ever heard Live Evil, which was the live Black Sabbath album with Ronnie James Dio, it opens with E5150, which is just an instrumental thing for Mob Rules before the title track. Hey, man, if you spell Live Nights, it's evil. It is, but Neon Nights is the song that's the opener. I wore wore the tape out. Oh, man. I actually had to buy the CD after I wore out the tape. That whole album's killer. You ever heard his first stuff? Dude, the Elf stuff? No, before that. Before Elf? Oh, when he was like kind of... Frankie Valley type? Yeah, I never heard it. (laughs) I'll play it for you before we leave. I I never heard it. (laughs) It's actually really good. But you know he's what? like Roy Orbison. Yeah. He has that real high. But he's got a he's got a fucking beautiful voice. Yeah, I mean, he he's does. got a, even Ozzy. To be fair, Ozzy even said he goes, it, "It's amazing the voice that comes out of that little man." Four foot yeah. ten package. Ma- yeah. May he rest in peace. The man on the shiny blue milk crate. <laughs> Ronnie James Dio, Metal Nerdery loves and worships you. Absolutely. You are absolutely the embodiment of all that is metal. Hail to R J 
Safety. I mean, we could go on and on with Sabbath. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, so we can. Hours. We'll, and we, we already we'll just have. do like an exclusive <laughs> Black Sabbath right. intro. Right, I mean, and we already have. All right. So, so Wheels of Confusion, Hole in the Sky. <laughs> oh, basically, Sabbath. Sabbath. NIB, the intro to NIB. Or, but if we're talking about like intros to albums, I think Sabbath yeah. pretty much nailed it for the first six. Yeah. So we're talking about the first song on the. The first, the yeah. first, song, first song, the first that. track or the first official song. Because some first of these. song I've written in my life. Yeah. It's, it's a number title, War Pigs. <laughs> I mean, that song right there. Yeah. Are you kidding me? But that's the thing. If we did this, we could do like an eight-part series on intros. In fact, we may have to crop this thing up and do it in a few different pieces because <laughs> there's so much fucking good shit here. And we, we're not even scratching the surface. No. Um, and if we haven't covered some intro tracks, like first tracks that you guys think should be included, please fucking email us. At metalnerdery at gmail.com. Or drop us a note on the Facebook. Or the gram. Yeah. Die to the G. But yeah, tell us some of your favorite intro tracks and we'll we'll go back and do kind of a pseudo dive on that. Carcass. Now let's talk about Carcass. This album in particular, this is um Surgical Steel and it came out a few years ago. But Carcass is one of those killer like melodic death metal bands, but tell me if this doesn't take you back to nineteen eighty five. And this is like a pre opener to the actual song. Doesn't that not just sound like high school? Need some volume. Valium? Oh, hold on. Diamond that bitch out. You can put it back to about three. It's like 235. That's probably good. Hello, Carcass Radio 101. Listen to 1985 from Surgical Steel, Carcass's 1985 album. All right, so this is the intro, but the other It's the one. intro, but Thrasher's Avatar is the actual... All right, let's play the damn song. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wanted y'all to get the context. I have this on vinyl. Really? Yeah. I didn't... Decimation. You gotta love the man. You gotta love him. I didn't even plan that. Man. It just happened that way. Yeah. Now, this was in that box of records that my ex-brother-in-law gave me, like, like all the perfect props. There's the steel? Oh, the Z-Trop. There was so much weird stuff in there. Anyway, Carcass is badass. I had to put that on. Oh, yeah, you could sell it. I got that in the middle of all my, you know, pharmaceutical heroin-induced legness when I was doing all that bullshit a few years ago. If y'all want to know what that's about, check out my Instagram, Mr. Wheeler's Mind. Sorry, I do comedy, too. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, Carcass is fucking killer. Go check out Surgical Steel. Let's get to the COC. Now, there's two here. And Russ mentioned earlier, he mentioned Blind, and Blind is one of those albums, the COC album, that I think kind of defines COC for me, because that's just like a magic album. What's the song that comes before Damn for All Time? The intro. The bum, intro? Bum, I think bum, it's like... Bum, um, bum, 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 something like, what bum, is it? These, ec- these echoes or these echoes still remain and then it just like rips in and yeah for all time and that's got that total and i should have yeah. included that but yeah. i since these two the, the two albums after i only mentioned it because i listened to it like yeah but deliverance ago. and wise yeah. blood oh yeah. It, it yeah just that's like southern fried sabbath i mean heaven's not overflowing get your song break out the suicide family 
shag carpet. Oh, hey. And the weed. And a wolf painted on the Where side of the hand. <laughs> like the perfect blend of Sabbath and Skinner. Right? Southern Metal. Yeah. So Southern gosh. Pride Sabbath. Very good song. For yeah. Sure. And then when you go to Wise Blood or King of the Rotten, it's like they took that kind of Sabbathiness and they almost kind of infused it with a little bit more of a almost thrashy ish. I don't know. What do y'all think? really an art to make the intro song because it's got to set the tone exactly for the rest of the album exactly you know you're bringing people into the theater yeah. it's kind of like you're, yeah. you're making it's got to be the right song it's, it's set and setting basically is yeah. what it is some of y'all know what that means some of y'all those are just words but yeah that's not hollywood <laughs> shit set and setting are always important in life please always remember that Melton Nerdy All Rights Reserved 2020. Hi, this is GLT. <laughs> Scream from the balls GLT. all the time. God damn. Dude, he's, I guess he's trying to promote the book. I think he's tried to get on Millie's Pasta Tour and just ain't happening. Okay. We, Stand Up and Shout was oh, the ones yeah. I picked as well. Yeah, holy shit. I mean, that. what better opener than that? Yeah. Yes. Trying. Come on, Ronnie. Who does the guitar on this album? Vivian. It's Vivian. Vivian Cable. Oh yeah, stand up and show. That's old school. That mix though, it's just that was that kind of between like kind of rock and like metal. This was more metal. It's the same yeah. old song. You gotta be somewhere sometime and they never let you fly. I hear some deep purple in that too. Yeah, I can hear that now. Yeah. Well Jimmy Bain was in Rainbow, so there's that connection. Well, as was Dio. This song gets in my head all the time. Oh, yeah. I just smile. I just smile when I hear this. That's my favorite part. <laughs> the whole thing is just fucking motivational. It's like, I cannot hear that song and not be, like, smiling. Pumped. Yeah. You got to hear Killing the Dragon. To me... As an artist, because I love Ronnie James Dio, that's like the that that symbolizes every Dio imagery in one song. Listen to this.
imagery. My poor wife's gonna have to hear a bunch of D.O. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> You just get reminded how good the shit is. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 God, I just want to go blast it. SMG, we have created a monster. <laughs> Where is this at in the in the catalog? Yeah, it's more kind of the two thousands. Okay, that really? one, that album actually know. had push on it, which actually had a tenacious D. Oh, nice uh, intro, which is also tangentially related to this, which we'll be getting to in a minute. But next. Fire up y'all's bones. Fire up your goddamn bones. Gotta do that. Yes. Obviously, we've already done. We've done a dive, but it still is worth repeating. Temptation wings. This this shit right here, man. Come on. That is a fucking intro. Hail to Nola. Setting the tone. to open the second album which at some point we're going to do a dive in that second album yeah we talked about it before because we've done I think we did the NOLA dive a while back but yeah it's yeah. uh, episode 26 oh thank you for that but that, that definitely that sets song. sets the tone of but the, the whole album yeah. as does yeah. this one yeah. for down two electric boogaloo saw a video the other day of which I had never seen before it was I think it was some award show maybe in the 2000s it was um, it was Phil singing 
with Allison Chain. I saw that. And they did wood. Yes. And it was is, really fucking was good, man. Fucking amazing. If was, you guys can find it, go yeah. watch it. It's it's badass. I, I think really. I saw it from uh loudwire.com. Yeah. I, I remember seeing that because yeah. it was it Holy was very shit, badass. Man. Yeah, he did fucking he he did a great He's job. got he's a he's a blues singer. I mean he's got that fucking that oh, feel, that soul. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking That Phil is a blessing. Phil is a blessing. Down is a blessing. Oh, okay now. Before we get into this, now before you play this, Billy. Oi. Hey, yo. Oh, hey. Oi. I just got a word to say. Fuck. All right. Uh, hold on. Don't go all fucking pissy, Bill. I got, it's real quick. Look, if you can pull up the YouTube, can you go pull up Deranged by Exodus? Because I think you got to do that before you can get into the last act of Defiance to set the tone. Why is that? Well, you know, because it's like the album that came before, and it's like a cool fucking intro, you know? It's like... A lot of these mates might like it. I think. I don't know if it's too much production work. Anyway, yeah, I hope you guys are doing good. I'm going to go get some more fucking pasta. Anyway, this is Archie. <laughs> uh, drink one up for me, mate. Life's kind of getting out of control. Oh, yeah. I think. <laughs> I don't know if you agree. Do you have me that ice cream? Do you, you know, have me that ice cream? Like, so what it is, it is you, I know you heard the word a thousand there times. There used to be a rumor that this was Charles I have alcoholic seizures. <laughs> Wind up in the hospital. But it is a real guy. I'm sick. Yeah, I'm shaking guy. like a leaf. Yeah. Oh, like no, I was really drunk at the time. I threw him in the car <laughs> and beat him in the paddy wagon and beat him to death. I hit one of those and I knocked the front wheel off into outer, outer space. space. <laughs> and I kind of got angry myself and I said, <laughs> have a lot of guns. <laughs> I like salad. I just, I just had a nice salad. Baked potato. Baked potato and cheese. <laughs> and chocolate. You know, I just... I like to eat a salad when you have something, something in mind. I haven't heard this in forever. God, what a fucking rip. Such a kick ass fucking rip. His voice too, man. I love him. Susan. They fucking nailed it. I think Exodus. It, and we had to play that first because going from that album, Pleasures of the Flesh, to Fabulous Disaster. The opener for Fabulous Disaster is one of my favorite openers in all of metal. Yeah. Gary Holt, Elba. if you're out there, yes. Gary Holt and all of Exodus, I want you guys to know that. That is one of the best motherfucking intros What's in thrash metal. Rick Hunolt. Uh Rick Hunolt, yeah. yeah. The H-Team. Man, they were good. That goes way back. They're still fucking good. They're working on new shit, by the way. Good. Yes, they are. Post Slayer, them. Gary yeah. Holt's going to be awesome. Listen to this. The prison system. Inherently unjust and inhumane is the ultimate expression of injustice and inhumanity in the society at large. Listen with headphones. Those of us on the outside do not like to think of war. (laughs) (laughs) Yet they are. Hashtag a sandwich Hashtag with their captives. (laughs) 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 (la
Makes everything creepy. A terrible double meaning is thus imparted to the original question what is it? of human ethics. Am I my brother's keeper? No. Go. This riff. This fucking riff. So good. That is yeah. booking along hella. Yeah. Another one of those bands, you could just hear four chords to know who they are. Okay. Yeah. 100 yeah. miles an hour. Let's go. Crisp. That's the fastest shit I've ever You can heard. hear every note. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just clean and crisp. And it's almost mechanical. Yeah. What the fuck do they do that? Yeah. Man. When I saw this tour live, it sounded just like it. Oh, I'm sure it sounded yeah, perfect. Lizards, man. Me and our boy uh, Damien Todd yes. were just a sweaty puddle of <laughs> mess in the middle of this pit. I, I mean, bet, yeah. Oh, I bet that was amazing, that tour. <laughs> I think that was one of those. They used to always piss me off. I could, I'd go to school the next day because, you know, I didn't go to a lot of the, a lot of the shows because... And I'd hear people tell me stories. I'm like, holy shit, really? All right, this next one. This one's mind-blowing. Fear Factory. Yeah. Demanufacture. Check this out for an opening track. This is her second album, by the way. I kind of forgot all about that. Oh, yeah. It's going from that old school... Exodus to this. The production is so good. Oh, crazy. yeah. But this was fucking crazy when this kind of got that industrial feel to it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but they have like just balls for days. Heaviness and aggressiveness. Definitely some gym. Oh, fucking wait for guitars. It. Yeah. Wait, fucking wait for it. They're in the early 2000s. Were they in the 90s, 90s. or were they? They were in the 90s. Well, yeah, the cold chamber. Damn. Every time I hear That's that. heavy as shit. Right? I had to put that on there. Adam. I hope you appreciated that one because I remember because he turned me on to Fear Factory because yeah. the first one's um, like a Soul of a New Machine. That shit'll get you going. Yeah, Fear Factory is definitely the motivational music, and now but this one right here is we, one of the best. We ever. come to a metal nerdery favorite. It's unanimous. Oh yeah! Oh my god! <laughs> Doesn't get much better. Than this. Come on, Russ! Literally, ha <laughs> ha! See what I did there? <laughs> Whenever I'm warm enough for shows, I usually run through that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're Anderson and Wages. Welcome to the Church of Lies. <laughs> 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 
church of lies. What is it? Come on. So good. That's man. like fountain of youth shit right there. It's it like really is. <laughs> now I added two more in here, and this is later forbidden stuff. So Russ, Bill, I don't know if you guys are really familiar with it, but I thought y'all would dig these. This is distortion. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I've heard the other one for sure. Yeah, the other one's killer too. This is riffs, man. Forbidden always had the fucking riffs. Oh man, so good. The best riffs. Until the next band we talk about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they all have the best riffs. Are they the best riffs too? Their riffs are like awesome. Oh my god. Crunch. Crunch. Have you heard Forsaken at the Gates? No. That was from Forbidden's last album, Omega Wave, which is fucking badass. Everyone should go buy that right now. Yes, they should. And really, the whole back catalog, hail to Forbidden. Yes, I have heard this. This is 10 years old, too. Yeah. Oh, you want fast? Okay. I got fast. Is this fucking fast enough? They are too. I, I would. I would almost make the pledge that I will be Forbidden's personal promotional team 
just to make sure that the people know about Forbidden because they fucking need to know about Forbidden. Yeah. Now the next one. I think it goes without saying. I know it's a live uh, album. Both are perfect, yeah. But we've got a... It's Iron Maiden. Yes. It has to be done. Well, I mean, Iron Maiden... I, that goes without saying. Yeah. Anything... Really, Iron Maiden could play their shittiest song ever as first song, and it would be the best intro live album ever. <laughs> it would. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the bad thing about... Number of the Beast, though, is it's Invaders, you know. I mean, that, well, that's why that's not be, on this list. <laughs> right. That's why I'm thinking. It should be Number of the Beast. It should have started with Number should, of the yeah. Beast, absolutely. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, that would have set that album yeah. off. But, but the two that I picked here, one was obviously from a live album, which, by the way, spoiler alert, if you guys are fans of Metal Nerdery, you know that it is that. collectively our favorite live album ever. Yeah, I stuck Prowler on there as well as. So Rick Bill's gonna there. fuck up my entire setup. Oh shit! I, <laughs> that yeah, I think that was it. Because there's so many maidens. Oh yeah, I mean obviously I put Aces High from Live After Death on there because yeah, because growing confidence, and growing strength in the air. We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We want oh, the live version. Live After of course. Death. What better intro? I mean, again, anything Maiden plays first yeah. is a fucking killer intro. Yeah. But this album and this song and this band. I bet you I played this one more than any other one. This li- probably Ace's in life. Or no, this album. Live after that. Yeah, yeah. It's a great album. Also, go back and check out our episode on live albums. This was on Is that there. Churchill? It is Churchill. Whatever they got, maybe. Whatever. Like on the landing ground. Episode 14. Thank you for that. Favorite live metal albums. Never. Never. You'll never surrender. The energy on this when it finally opens up. Talk about setting the tone. It's like if you could like an inject. Exactly. It's like if you could inject hot metal directly into your veins, it would sound exactly like this. Right. Tell about it, Bruce. Instant smile. Yeah. Let's take it up a notch. That's right. Got his foot up on the monitor right now. Of course. (laughs) Spandex on. (laughs) Activate metal in three, two, one. It's like immediately it's last July all over again. <laughs> How can you not Man. be in a good mood after you? How can you not? Impossible. How can you not? Don't deny the power of Iron Maiden. Ever. Yeah, well. And of course, I threw Where Eagles Dare on there because that's also a killer intro. And in fact, I think in Atlanta last July, they played like Aces High, Where Eagles Dare, and like all killer songs right at the beginning. I'm like, fuck yeah. 
said that. This is such a good song. And and it, it absolutely sets it, the tone. Yeah. Well, well, that's the thing. It's like Peace of Mind, like that is the first track for that album. Yeah. It's like it, it really... It's perfect. It's really what the opener, a good opener, will set the whole tone for the whole album. And it really is almost like it's everything. It's like the bow that ties it all together. It's yep. the packaging. It's everything. That's uh, Sorry. Take two. That was a twofer from Russ. That was a Russ Matt Burp Duo twofer. That's why I like. We're going to go in harmony in a bit. <laughs> Once now, we got to work together for a little while, yeah. but we'll get it down we'll get eventually. There. Yeah. That's why I like this one. Yeah. That's a quality that's, opener. That's it. Oh, yeah. So I cool, forgot man. all about that. It's like that eerie punk vibe. I gotta quit yelling. Did you ever hear the redo version they did in the Seventh Sun remaster? They did this with 88 mix, like Seventh Sun mix with Bruce singing. No. It's fucking cool. Oh, I bet. It's yeah. fucking cool. How stupid I am! I always thought this song was uh, Sanctuary. Oh, really? It's similar, right? Yeah, it, yeah, it is. Yeah. Something about those first, like the first two Maiden albums, to me, or like the first two Slayer albums. There's something about those two. Yeah, they yep. they just kind of book in together. I got a video of Metallica playing this song live. Prowler? Oh yeah. Oh fuck, dude! You got to play. They don't the play page. the whole thing. They play. They can play about Still, half of it. But, I think I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. But Kurt comes in with a wah wah at the beginning. Of yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. There's there's something about the Paul Diana stuff that's just got that rawness factor to it. It's just so fucking good. And that's the first track from the first Maiden. Think about that. Talk about setting the tone because that does give it that kind of creepy sort yeah. of nighttime streetwalker, what the fuck's going on in the world sort of thing. I just love that sound. It's so different. It's very gritty. But it was also very kind of slick in a way for that time. It's like they kind of mastered that that nice blend of grittiness, but also goodness. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We have to do the Leather Wolf. Now, to preface this before Billy hits the little triangle... Leatherwolf was one of those bands in the 80s when everybody was all guitar freaky and, you know, everybody was a musician and we all got boners for bands where they played killer fucking guitar. Well, this was a band boners? of three guitar players. We got guitar boners. Uh, Russ knows exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. Don't act like you don't. Well, anyway, this was one of those songs that was I get your the typical, occasional guitar boner. Sorry. It was the typical 80s intro. It was the acoustics. It was the whole neoclassical, super harmonized all the kind of crazy guitar shit you could do in one song. This was that song. I remember Adam had the tape and I borrowed it from him. And I like this. I listened to this song over and over and over because it was a killer. The whole album's good. I'm Leather not going to lie. Album. I forgot. But the song itself all is about killer. Leatherwolf until really? you mentioned him when he got here. I'm like, holy shit, I forgot that even. Oi, Billy, hit that fucking triangle, mate. It's definitely late 80s. Or is it early 80s? Later 80s. As long as it's not the gay 80s. The gay 80s. Cue the harmonies. Just the way it builded. Builded. Is that right? No. Yeah, man, the builds. way it build it up. I think at this point it's builds. It builds. It's, it's better. It's, it's building. It's raw. Yeah, it's building. Yeah. 
Were they in Wobbin? No, they kind of just were that sort of melodic, almost kind of power metal sounding. But were they American? Or? I don't yeah, remember I they were an American band, but they didn't really go very far. They kind of had that power metal vibe, though. No members of Steppenwolf, right? Just their own wolf family. Their own wolf. <laughs> lone wolf. Lone leather wolf. Wait for the drums. I mean, I remember the band. Oh, that's badass. Wait for, wait for what it goes well, into. Triplets on the bass, too. Yeah. On the shred. Well, that was a, that was late eighties. Everybody was into that shit. You remember yeah. back in the day? That reminds me that oh, where was the band he was in? Alcatraz. Yeah, remember buying their albums just listening to it. I did. <laughs> or Steve, and then it goes into this. They packed all that shit into the first track. They haven't even started the vocals. Uh, <laughs> that's the epitome of an 80s intro. It's like, we're going to show you how badass we are instrumentally. It's like they and gotta, then we'll start singing. It's like, they gotta <laughs> blow, it's like they gotta blow it all out of lines in the front of them. And it's like, yeah. alright, then we'll ease back. Anyway, I had to throw that one in there because that one for a long time. That, that's what got me so hyper crazy about guitar, just listening to that level of skill and shred and just all of it together together uh now mastodon okay you got to play crusher destroyer first because that's the opener for remission some local boys right there mastodon hail in atlanta alpharetta jordan right down the road that's badass fuck yes they are a blessing never decided what I mean besides metal what they are they're, just they're progressive metal. they're thrash they're, they're everything, everything. Metal. Yeah. they are metal I wouldn't even call Mastodon a type of metal I'd just say they're fucking metal how many people sing in it I know there's at least two they all sing uh, they all sing Bill Bill because some songs sound completely different Bill Kelleher doesn't, yeah. doesn't sing I think he might do backup vocals but I think um, Brent and Troy and Braun all all sing fucking awesome but they're they're amazing the Crusher Destroyer that, and the that, sad thing is I just recently got into them like really? within the last six months mm. yeah I never really listened to them before and then I caught some and I was just like turn it up turn it up right now as awesome as Crusher Destroyer is for an opener I gotta say Blood and Thunder you can tell where they honed it mm. like refined. really refined it waiting and go <laughs> Just the opener. Wait for it. God, that's that's the old orange boss distortion pedal. I swear to God, it's nasty. Man. Yeah, you get one off twenty off Facebook for twenty five bucks right now. But that's the sound. Such a fucking end. They would open shows with that. Blow your fucking mind. 
back with caught them, I think, on this tour opening for uh, it was them and Kill Switch Engage and Slayer. Me and Adam saw them. It was a Thanksgiving wow. show. Oh, yeah. Wow. Man, that was a cool fucking show. That's man. a good lineup. And they were one of those, and he commented on it before, they're one of the few bands we saw where the drummer was just mind boggling. Okay, Megadeth, I, I, I think that goes without question. Yeah. I think Wake Up Dead and Holy Wars, those are two of the best openers in metal history. Yeah. Easily. Well, Wake Up Dead, sick. I mean, Holy Wars, that's my favorite Megadeth album by far, but that's me. But Wake Up Dead is such but a But as an opener, that's, that's just like, it's almost like someone walking up to you, not even like escalating a fight. It's like they literally walk up to you on the street and just beat the shit Knock out you of out. you. <laughs> Knock you out one shot. Pump just shot. Right, out, right out of the gate. It's like, <laughs> go. And his voice uh, is just perfect for what they Not not a great voice. Dave yeah. Mustaine is not a great singer, but yeah. it matches his music. It really does, yeah. It goes along with his guitar riffs. Like it, it they go together. Yeah. It, it took me a long time to figure that out too, because I didn't really like I didn't get into him. It's not that I didn't like him, I just didn't get into him back in the day. I was similar, you know. I've always been a Metallica fanboy. Sue me. Yeah. Sorry, metal nerdery people. Yeah. I'm a Metallica guy. Always have been. Love yeah. them. Uh, so I was always on the the anti uh, Mustang thing when I was young and stupid and, you know, when right. it was all gang and tribal mentality. Fucking Megadeth. Now that I'm older and I listen to it, it's just the like best metal i mean yeah. it, it, musically musically it, it, for sure yeah and, and and like i said his voice is not um by no means a do or anybody like that but it just matches the music so perfectly and the lyrics that he writes you know yeah uh fucking talented guy and i like him even more every time i listen to the guy talk or do an interview i'm like i really like this yeah. fucking guy yeah you know He's a badass. He's a metal freaking warrior. He is for sure. Yeah, he's fought cancer. I mean, yeah. he's you know, he he is a straight up badass. Uh, but yeah, definitely, wake up, dad was had to be mentioned. Let's go into some holy wars. Oh yeah, now this is just this is just guitar drum porn for sure. <laughs> I realized that wasn't graceful at all. I just came back from frosting, so. Oh, the Holy Wars. I think just this album, when it opened, this this was the beginning of blowing everybody out of the fucking water when yeah. I get that. Yeah. yeah. This, this album changed the game. This is, hey, uh, are you this fucking talented? No? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, listen to what we're doing. Right. This is the standard now. Everybody else can go fuck off. That's right. It's like that Pantera energy kind of influenced them. It's like right. they raised the bar. And the, mm-hmm. They raised the bar this fuck now. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like Dave's not even working. It's like, I came over that roof in my sleep. Mm. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know if he did, but I'm just saying, he's badass enough to do it. It seems like it's just too easy. The man is a machine. Yeah. 
this. So. And he can play and fucking sing over that at the same motherfucking time. Now, you don't get a whole lot of headbanging and a whole lot of dancing out of Dave. He's kind of a statue. Yeah. But he's what he's playing machine. and singing yeah. is so fucking hard. Right. <laughs> yeah. All you haters out there. I, I'm not going to blame the man for not moving around. Well, yeah. Everybody that wants to like, you know, he has a, it's like, look, if you can fucking play that shit and sing over it like he does, more power to you. Right. His rhythms and... They're not easy. I'm going to mention Van Halen. Van Halen, a lot of his rhythms are like leads, and that's Mustaine's rhythm. I see They're what like you mean. Leads. The articulation, yeah, like the multiple. It's hard to play. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot going on. You're not just chugging an E. There's a lot know? going on. <laughs> there's shit yeah. going on, yeah. Yeah. But that's definitely one of our favorite, favorite covers. Right. And then the Metallica. Fanboy Russ is about to get crazy here. I had to put the two that were obvious. Uh, obviously, I put... For time reasons, we didn't include all the opener openers because right, of course, well, lights. every one of their album has an opener, right? Yeah. But blackened, these, but I these mean, two specifically, yeah, and sure. specifically with '80s metal, and I think for anybody that's a Metallica fan today, they need to know this, and I think both of you guys will agree, and I think Adam would even agree, the way that Metallica opened Lightning and Puppets, that was the standard. Really, yeah. for metal intros on, in the 80s. Yeah. You had that acoustic, that really nice, melodic kind of build-up, and then they would tear your head off. It's just like what Sabbath did. Laguna Sunrise and then, you know, Under Honestly, the Sun. I mean, yeah. it's like that level of impact, and that's I what they do. I think their competitors, Megadeth, Slayer, you know, yeah. Testament, Anthrax, I think they all sat around and, I'm, you know, what's Metallica going to do? I mean, they were gifted. I mean, and, and they, they didn't do it exactly. Them. They tried to beat it. They right. didn't try to do something well, they did that their they were thing. doing. They, they did were, their thing. Right. They didn't yeah. try and yeah. tax on that. But but Metallica had the art of doing the whole the acoustic thing and making it sound beautiful, and melodic, yeah. Yeah. and then come in and just beat the shit out of you with the fucking opener, and then fight fire. With we're fire. about to hit oh, gas. Shit. I know, right? Yeah, start fight fire with fire. Oh, if that doesn't make you smile, there's something wrong with you. One of the first songs to learn to play at guitar lessons. Did you ever learn to play this one? Joe. He's nodding yes. Joe from uh, Joel's Music? No. Wallace Reed. Oh, okay. Wallace Reed. You told me how to play way back. That's the 12th string. Yeah. Did you hear that? It's so light and pretty and graceful. And then it just says. <clears throat> but then it goes. <laughs> Go straight into fuck you. Both birds. Both of them. Both sis. Slap you in the face. Come on. Both barrels. Go. How the fuck do they play that fast? Wrist. James Hetfield's wrist. Cliff, you can hear the buzz on that bass. Yep. Aggro. Oh, sick. Those riffs, man, those riffs are just magic. This is uh, right after James's balls drop. Remember Kill Em All? Oh, yeah. <laughs> lower than Kill Em All for sure. Yeah. This balls drops right here on this song. Yeah. This one, this one, this one to me is a little underrated. As an opener? No, as a or just overall a Metallica song. No, just like as an album overall. Oh, I mean, I know. It, 
That's so good. That's awesome. I, I agree too, but everybody yeah. talks about Master of Puppets. Well, you know, you to can, me, I mean, Master is the. I mean, but you can't I mean, have puppets of course, culmination of. No, I know. I mean, I think Master of Puppets is is likely better. However, there's something about this lightning one kind of gets overlooked. Special. Yeah, it's just very. It seems like it to oh, me. It does. To I mean, me, such it, good songs. On yeah. It. To me, yeah. I mean, the staples that they play live all the time. Fade to I mean, black. Fade to black. Creeping death. Creeping, creeping fucking death. death. Holy shit. But for whom the bell tolls. They <laughs> yeah. play those at every single but show. But it's something yeah. about yeah. the energy of those two, because yeah. like Master Puppet, all Master Puppets did was refine what Lightning had already established, because right. Lightning was beautiful the way they did it. It's a lot Master of blues riffs sped up, though. That was so like but the feel, bluesy based. Yeah. But the feel, though, it's like Puppets just capitalized the mm. lightning so lightning really was that sophomore jump from kill them all to oh that. absolutely and they all they did with puppets is refine it so bill to your point i would agree i think lightning was probably that perfect sort of magical unicorn album and then puppets just took that and refined it and polished it lightning had glitter. you know i say metallica i'm a fanboy, so i have a hard time finding a problem anything love metallica they, here anything yeah. they do but there's one song on that album, Lightning, that wasn't my favorite. And I can't remember what it's called. Was it Escape? Yes. <laughs> Escape. Yeah. yeah. That was kind of weird. It like, was weird, but it didn't it was match still, anything else on the album. It was kind of weird. I think that's one of those like artistic indulgences. Maybe I like, should go back and listen to it. But it's like totally yeah. different than everything else on In the album. In context, if you go back and listen to it as a work, as yeah. like a complete thing, it's a it's a different feel. It's like listen, a bag full of Snickers and they throw in a payday. But, but listen to it, <laughs> listen to it in context like that because I promise you it's a very different feel. Because as an album, yeah, that yeah. song works there. But you're right, it is kind of a, it's a weird one yeah. on its own. Yeah. But then how about this for an opener? Oh, yeah. Geez. I, I think I I think I've told this story likely before, but the first time I first time I got Master of Puppets, got it at the store, you know. Walked back out to the car. Mom was still, you know, shopping, shopping or whatever. Mine her cheese Newton album. <laughs> Stuck the tape in the in the car and listened to it. And I was listening to the beginning. I was like, "This is it." And then <laughs> it fucking. Right. <laughs> I was like, "This is weak, man. What the fuck?" And then my grandma was like, "I really like this. These boys sound good." Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> you just wait, grandma. <laughs> and then the goodness. Uh. And I only use Juice News Newton as a reference because that's what my mom listened to. <laughs> Juice Newton. <laughs> <laughs> Anne Murray. Remember Anne Murray? <laughs> it's not a COVID cough. It's just crack. That's yeah, cocaine. It's it's good. Good. This? I thought this was supposed to be really fast and heavy. What the hell's going on here? Kind of reminds me of Zeppelin. <laughs> and the Lord said, let there be heavy. And there was. And then. <laughs> then he got fucked by the metal. That just sounds huge. It is. It's like, That's like, it's, it's, like, it's like marching into battle with a fucking armor and like shield and sword. And fuck all of you. I have the uh, multi-track version of this. Yeah. It's ten guitars. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, damn. James has got four rhythms on this. Yes, and the rest is all harmonies. Respect. Sounds like a machine gun. I still can't wrap my brain around it. The man's got the best rest of metal. Sounds like a machine gun. Yeah, it sounds like he's fired off three at a time. Dude, I used to swear that they used delay pedals to play that fast because I was like, there's no fucking way a person can play guitar that fucking fast. There's just no way. When we did our little 
Metallica tribute, me and Brian and Brad, and uh, we call it Retallica. This song and Creeping Death, it hurt. It's a workout. <laughs> I'm talking even after a couple months of doing it where yeah. we were used to it, it still hurt. As like, a guitar player, that is a fucking workout. would pop out. Yeah. Sure. It's a workout. Well, we used to play Creeping Death back in the day and yeah. uh, Disposable Heroes. Yeah. Remember? Oh, God. That yeah, was we'll a workout. That's a workout. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you and Tim going, <laughs> I did that recently. I'm not going to be able to jerk off for a month. Yeah. <laughs> they do this thing down at uh, ten, uh, ten High Dark Horse Tavern called uh, Metalson. Well, they would they will do occasionally. They'll do tribute nights with all musicians, right? You know where we go in and we get to sign up to play guitar for a didn't song. And I signed up for Disposable Heroes. Oh. I played and I did James. I yeah. played his part and sang. Cool. It hurt. Did you regret it later? Well, we practiced like two or three times at this guy's house and. I mean, it was fun to do, and yeah. MG got a video of it, and I was like, I was so happy I was on with a. That's a fucking workout, though. You've got to condition yourself to play like that. You can't just. That's just. Well, it's just like you can't go out and just go be Russ Anderson or Bruce Dickinson. You got to practice to be like that. You got to build. Same with Hetfield. You got. You got to practice to be that awesome, dude. He's never gonna be one considered one of the greatest guitarists because he's not a lead guy but his Doesn't matter he is, is one of the greatest yeah, guitarists he ridiculous. is one of our yeah. modern day riff lords yeah for sure say what you fucking want about yeah. mr james he's up Hetfield. there with iomi and he yeah. is a yeah. riff lord yeah. well iomi's the riff god but yeah. everybody else but are riff a, lords unto the riff god they, yeah. he's a prophet they pledge allegiance. <laughs> he's a prophet he's associated us. with the riff god no doubt but yeah hail kudos and commitments to james hetfield he is certainly a riff lord of our time oh that's oh, helpless that's just fantastic yes too. i've always loved this one too the feel oh you got a good one coming up too Mix. I always love that mix. Me too. Me too. And I so hope that Justice sounded like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just the rawness of it in the mix and the power. I always love this one. Like the change here. That's still fast as fuck. Yeah, it is. It's good stuff. Pardon moi, I just burped. I think Russell went to go frost. Go back up to the Fauda. The Monterey Crew? Okay, we have to do... You'll hear it on the morning broadcast. You want to do Livewire? Livewire was the first song on the first album by the Monterey Crew. That song is ridiculous, man. Dude, that is a blessing. That, if that song doesn't... that To me, that's kind of like the audio equivalent of... Like if Cocaine were a song... Yeah. Livewire is that song. Yes. It's just, you know, that that's one of those songs that as soon as you hear Livewire, it's like, all right, it's party time. That guitar mix is fucking badass. It's aggressive man. as shit. It's just in your face. Livewire and a piece of your action are probably my two favorite all time oh, yeah. yeah. songs. Opener and follow up. Yeah. Shit. 
No, Mick Mars is a riff guy. Fuck yeah, he is. I was never a huge Motley Crue guy, but they had a few songs to me that are some of the better rock and roll songs ever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They were extremely important to the movement. Well, they were kind of their something about their vibe was just because they were just they were a party band but it was like they also had that decadence and debauchery where it was like no we're a fucking band too they kind of kicked it I, I don't want to say that you know there wouldn't be a Slayer or anything like that but they kind of kicked the door open for, for that the dark metal, stuff for the dark stuff yeah I could see did. that yeah I mean besides Maiden and Priest well, but, well they were like the dark stuff with spandex makeup and Right, drugs and but sex. But when they basically. first started, it was leather, right? And studs yeah. and pentagrams and yeah. you know scary shit. Yeah, you know. Pentagrams then they went. Hit, hit. Then theater of pain hit, and I was pretty much done with it. But them. now yeah. one of the openings. <laughs> now this one before you hit the triangle, Bill. Oh yeah. This one, as a kid, because they used to play this on the radio. They would play in the beginning, and they would play "Shout at the Devil" right afterwards. Yeah. And they, yes, they did. I know you're looking at me like I'm <laughs> fucking crazy. They played that shit on '96 Rock in Atlanta. I yeah. What was it, WKLS? That's what WKLS it was. WKLS 96. Back before, Point you know, one. radio got all turded up. But yeah, they fucking played In the Beginning and Shout at the Devil. And when I heard In the Beginning as a kid, I was like, holy fuck, that's creepy as shit. But it was awesome. And so the reason these two are included is because you kind of have to have In the Beginning to lead up to Shout at the Devil. Right. We use In the Beginning occasionally. Well, 12 ounces done. But occasionally we would do... Uh, uh, Looks at Kill. Yeah. And we would do In the Beginning before Looks at Kill. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it kind of worked. Yeah. You, know? you, you got to play In the Beginning and let it go because it's just that whole thing is just, that's the tone. Woe to you. <laughs> we actually use that for a help hop show too. Oh, yeah. For an intro. Cool. Works. <laughs> Gong. For the shitty sound of Bell. Evil Unlike Black It goes into great riff. I'd always thought that great was so riff. badass. Yeah. It was almost kind of like you used to see someone just walking in the room, like just you know, I don't give a fuck who's who's here. I'm fucking here. It just has that swagger. Yeah. Yeah. You know, great riff. It's a basic blues riff, but it's, it's done bad. the right way. Yeah. That's the kind of shit that would scare you as an 11 year old. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My cousin got this record. 
I went next door to a cousin. Yeah. And we were both into rock and metal. And she Would got you say a redneck sort of cousin? Huh? You should say a redneck sort of cousin? No, next door. Oh, next door cousin. <laughs> My cousin Melissa. You know, you remember Melissa. Oh, yeah. Like, well, I thought yeah. you said redneck cousin. I'm no. like, that sounds like a story from no, she a bad podcast. She was punk. She okay. was total punk. She used to beat people up at Burtmore if they okay. picked on me. <laughs> it was like punk rock. But when we were kids, I remember she bought this album. It folded out in the middle. And uh, that was cool when you could see like the gatefold stuff and they'd open it up. And, yeah. The posters. And, yeah. Yeah. It was good shit. Okay. This one. Oh, come this, on. This was the opener for No Remorse, which was the best of package for Motorhead. But you can't deny. This is just the Ace yeah. of Spades. Hail. I want this played at my funeral. Same. I would agree. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if anybody's listening, write this down. I want this song played at my fucking funeral while you're all doing shots. There we go. It's on tape. I'm telling you. Committed to metal history. Right. And I want it to last about 10 minutes and be done. Just play it on repeat. There are certain songs out there that have moments in you like that's the most metal thing I've ever heard. Yeah. This the part where the music song. stops. Yeah. It's because it's fucking just straight Lemmy. It's like no chaser. It's Lemmy, no chaser. That's what Ace of Spades is. We'll have to do a dive on that album sometime. Yeah. Just because. I remember with Russ when we played this. It was me and Adam and you and Tommy and Brad, I think. And we played, we played this. It was badass too. It was like we got the, oh yeah, we got the, the mic up right. Yeah, fucking <laughs> right here. Here we go. This is listen. What's one of the most part? metal moments Wait ever? Minute. Who's the most important? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that guy. I love the Motorhead. I mean, that, that's an opening. That's the best opening track. That'd be the best opening track on like an Alice Cooper album. I'm just saying, Motorhead. He had such a sense of humor, too. We saw them. I've heard him say it more than once. We saw him open for Slayer. Yeah. We saw yep. him open for... Uh, uh, one of the mayhem Jesus shows, Priest. Jesus Priest. Yeah, and he was like, and uh, Lemmy always said, "Welcome to the Motorhead Show. We're the number one opening band for thirty fucking years." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I knew he always had the thing where he said, "You know, hey, we're Motorhead. We play rock and roll." Because yeah. I know he didn't like to be like lumped in necessarily to the metal, metal category, whatever, yeah. but but he can say what he wants. Yeah. But they were part of the fucking movement. Yeah. And of course, we have to get to. Oh. These are my first two solo albums. Both of those are fucking amazing. What was the opener to um, Ultimate Sin? I don't know. Shot in the Dark? Actually, that was the opener to Blizzard of Oz. No, it was. Uh, I think it was the title track. Isn't it obvious? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, oh, Obvious. Man. Obvious Osborne, ladies and gentlemen. He's not doing too well today, but. But he made it his parents. Parkinson's. Uh, you know, I, I still wanted to come out and be a part of the yeah, show. Yeah, the ultimate sin. That it was, was good, the ultimate sin. Yeah, that was a good song too. I fucking told you, Billy. 
Isn't it obvious? It's obvious. Thanks, obvious. Obvious. Obvious Osborne. Obvious. I don't know. I don't know. I don't fucking know. On 101 DNK Radio. Yeah, number two on that list right there to me is one of the most perfect. That's one of the perfect openers. (laughs) This one had a level of weirdness to it to me, the opener, and coolness. Both of these albums were fantastic. I love Diary. Well, the next one had that little punch to it. Diary of Man Man. See, this one set the tone for Blizzard yeah, Law. For sure. It gave that whole album that kind of quality. Yeah. And I don't think there's many artists that do... Maybe there's some... There's probably a lot of new bands that we haven't heard that, that are really doing that. Because sure. that, that really does set the tone. You know, I say this as I've got a you know, stand-up gig this afternoon. It's like, all right, how do you want to set the tone for your opener? But, you know, I don't know it was a good opener for Blizzard of Oz, but then Over the Mountain as an opener on Diary of a Madman. Oh, my God. Because that one just kind of, like, hits you, like, a fist right to the scrotum. It was like, holy shit, because the drums come in and it's just blistering. I was never a huge fan of Randy Rhodes' tone overall. On Adam said that before. He said he always kind of didn't like but it. But Over the Mountain, the solo tone yeah. is sick. Oh, yeah, it's very sick. His rhythm tone is not great. Oh. Hold on, wait. Can you back up the drums again? Jesus Christ. <laughs> he thanks you. Back, back, back. Back, 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 Very chainsaw, like very the sound. Yeah, I see that. I was never a big fan of his rhythm sound, but his solos were so good. As like they were always the tone was unusual. It's like even on tribute. I think we were talking about that one. You know where a lot of people scoop the mids and turn up the bass. Randy Randy was a lot of mids. mids. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking. That's a Marshall JCM 800 with the mids all the way up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, lots of. You know, I'm sitting here looking at the Aussie stuff. Ultimate Sim was a killer opener. Every one of his albums had a great... Bark of the Moon was a great opener. That that was unbelievable. When they played that on the radio for the first time when I was a kid and heard it, I was like, holy shit, I didn't know that was the first song. So immediately, I thought the rest of the album sounded like that. Yeah, Miracle Man was a great opener. for That was a good opener, yeah. Now, No More Tears, I love that album. I don't know if Mr. Tinker Train was the best opener. It was a good song, but I don't know if it... Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I don't know if I remember that one. I think probably I think should I'd have started tuned, with, uh, tuned out of the Aussie stuff after about like uh, his latest album. I don't know what the opener is, but but the two songs. I mean, I've heard it. He's got the one with the rap guy. Yeah, it's okay. It's the rap, okay. The rap guy. But the other two songs that What's they play. Post Malone. Yeah. Oh, is he a rap guy? Yeah, something. He's a pop. You know He's what? A pop I, guy. Pop not guy. to go off on a tangent, I'm going to stop this fairly it, quick. It but I will say, Post Malone did one of those concerts from his house a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He did the entire Nevermind album from Nirvana, and it was amazing. Really? Uh, amazing. Played guitar and say, did all Kurt uh, Cobain's parts. And, you know, this guy's known for being one of those auto tuned rapper yeah. type 
guys. He did the entire Nevermind album front to back, and it was fucking awesome. So like, what really you're saying good. is that he was on heroin. No, he's ex- <laughs> yeah, kind of. But- he must have been in order to pull it off because I don't think you can play that without being on heroin. I, I think it's part of the deal. I think what it is, and, and deal. I think Sorry. a lot of these guys. Of obviously, the he's a good rock and roll musician, but he found a niche that he can make a lot of money doing. Hey, nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he did a whole freaking... Find your niche and capitalize the fuck out of it. Cash in, baby. Cash in. Go after your passion first. Your money will come later. I got to remember that. That's my last tangent. No, you're good. We can file back in the I don't know what came after obvious. Well, I want (laughs) to... Oh. I haven't heard this in a long time. I want to play it. Hold on. Can you back up the beginning of the drums? (laughs) Shut the fuck up. I know. Did we do this? You motherfucker. It's like all your requests... There's something about that intro, that drums is just... That is this Miracle Man? No. Ultimate Sin. Ultimate Sin. That was heavier. I think that was drop tune from what the other albums. It had a heavier vibe overall. Yeah. Because like the drum intro just... The, the, That's J.K. Lee, right? Yeah. He's so fucking awesome. He was so underrated. He kind of... I feel like... I feel like he kind of got the Newstead treatment because I feel like he sort of got cheated because Randy had just passed and of course he was the fill-in or he came in after. Well, you had Brad Gillis and... Well, yeah, for the live shit, but I mean, for Speak of the Devil, but I mean, being that Jake kind of came in after Randy, he kind of got that Jason treatment and that he didn't really get to be appreciated as his own thing. If they come around again, I'm taking you because I... I'll I'll go. Me and Brad went and saw uh, Red Dragon Cartel I'd love to see that. Adam would too. We talked oh about my Red God, Jakey Lee. That album is killer. So good. Yeah, that album is absolutely killer. He he dealt with a lot of drug demons back in the nineties. That's why he didn't really <laughs> elevate. Didn't we all? Uh, <laughs> I think he this really band, liked the methamphetamine. This band, every every album this band has done has had killer opening tracks. But these oh, for sure, these few I had to pick, and I'm not going to name the band because I think you're going to figure out who the band is. Russ, don't name the band. Whoa. But but no no go back. I'm coming back. Poison. Coming back. Poison. It's not not the poison. It's poison. It's not the goddamn poison. Cinderella. took a huge draw off his vape so when he was singing the lyrics he'd have this big fog coming out yeah it looked real special <laughs> just letting you know what's happening in here do y'all remember when you first heard far beyond driven when y'all popped it in after vulgar after all those shows because you remember they toured oh. the fuck out of vulgar oh yeah yeah they i came to like, atlanta like five times yes. that tour yes. and we were there every fucking show and it's like is it possible to is it possible to get heavier? And they did. <laughs> <laughs> and they did. And they did tenfold. When, they, when like, they put this when they when I put this on and I heard it, I was literally Pantera was one of those like as soon as we would start laughing, that's how we knew it was gonna be awesome. Because we would only laugh because the riffs were just so yeah. fucking ridiculous. It's like, how is this possible? Well, you go from Cowboys, which was awesome. Beautiful. Yes. Right. And then you go to Vulgar, which is just like more beautifuler. Oh, it's just so heavy. It's yeah. like, 
how did they get so heavy? And then you go to this. Far beyond. And then you think, wait, they can't possibly get any heavier, can they? They're just fucking with me now. There's more. (laughs) They're just fucking with me now. And then this. And then the great. Hold on. No, no, no. Back it up. Back it up. Oh, goddamn. I I know goddamn, but I mean, it's important. You'll see. Oh, Jesus Christ. Breathe. Again. (laughs) Breathe. Ready? And. Wait for it. Inhale. All right, you ready over there? You got it? Oh, yeah. All right. On go. three. Seven. <laughs> Talk about setting the tone for the album. Fuck yes. Hell. Phil just took everybody's lunch money. They <laughs> <laughs> just kicked your ass into ground. And you hear the fucking head harmonics in the background from. It's like, fuck all of y'all. They ought to have a scream of just birds. Like, fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. How does that not just make you smile? You, you just get vomited metal all over your right? face. Yeah. Now, enough of that. going from that to this as an opener for reinventing the steel. Oh. Well, hold on. Let me make sure it's up. <laughs> I said it. Oh my God, I'm going to be critical. Let me make sure it's up. <laughs> I think it's going to be a dick. Fine, whatever. Hold on, let me put some Viagra. Slap it a couple of times. When they would open shows with this, holy fuck. On that tour with Slayer, by the way, which was awesome, they opened with this. All right, let me. I got to get a promise from you guys. Hold on, wait. Let the music play. <laughs> Well done. got a video of this show. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah My friends that are in the, uh, they're called coming. the fucking Pantera cover band. <laughs> you have got to go see them. Yeah. Uh, are they local? Fuck yeah. yeah. Dude, they're, they're invited every year to the Ride for Dime. Uh, oh, sweet. Yeah, they're the Pantera band. They're the big, they are the nation's fucking tribute band for Pantera. Okay. Oh, awesome. Excellent. All right, the drummer, Paul, played in our Metallica thing. Yeah. He's also in the Blizzard of Ozzy, big tribute. Cool. Um, his brother, no, excuse me, that's Joe, was a drummer. His brother, Paul, is a guitar player. So it's almost like, you know, yeah. Dime Bag and sure. Vinny. All right, brother. Yeah. The singer, Brandon, looks. A lot like skinny heroin out Phil, oh. you know, from the late 90s with the long hair and the beard and the whole deal. Um, bass uh, player was really good. You remember Dawn? Uh, you, Eddie's friend? Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. She's married to the bass player. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Tangentially related. They 
the singer Brandon sounds so much like Phil is ridiculous. You nice. cannot discern the difference. Oh yeah. Uh, the guitars. Now check this out. Brandon is as good of a guitar player as the lead guitar player, Paul. And they switch like Paul can sing the early, uh, Cowboys from hell stuff. Mm-hmm. Brandon can't. So Paul does all the, the, the guitar player takes over vocals yeah. for the, and the get and the singer plays guitar on the Cowboys from hell stuff. They switch once it gets to vulgar. And Sweet. anyway, I want y'all to go see them because yeah, I, man. they're Definitely. so good. <laughs> and their sound is perfect. They've got it all dialed in. Yeah. Drummer uses the triggers to sound just like Vinnie Paul. Right. Uh, guitarists, they all use like line six stuff, but they got it like dialed in perfect to sound just like Pantera. Anyway. I went on a tangent, but no, I want y'all to go with me to that show. Yes, please. Because they're so good. Hell so yeah. good. And, uh, and of course, I mean, I think I've got on here as well. I mean, the other ones, right? Cowboys and uh, yeah. Mouth of War, right? I think I put Mouth of War on here. That's Yeah, that's another good one. Yeah. But we can't play them all. Now, what? What? just out of curiosity, I see yeah. Van Halen on that list. Oh, uh, yeah. This... This came from Matthew. Yeah. Main Street. Yeah. Van Halen, not a metal band, but had no. metal moments. Metal moments. And Main Street would be one of them, yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sacred Reich. It's got to be, ooh, totally different than what I was thinking. Yeah. I think I've, I've got, uh, let's see, what do, I have? what do I have on here? The Surf. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, I feel better. Did you bring your surf? Did you lose some liquid? I brought my surf shorts in sunscreen <laughs> to jerk off with later. <clears throat> After the bomb goes off, it's not going to matter. Matthew, you put some. Uh, oh, ours aren't fucking long enough. I'm trying to do like a odds. selfie. That if it's more than one person, it's an ussy. Ussy. Yeah. It's not a hussy. It's a ussy. Ussy. What are you doing, bitch? Oh man! It's making me dizzy. No, that's an argument. <laughs> that's a constant argument with my wife. I'm like, if it's more than just you, it's an essay. Right. It's not a selfie. Matthew, here's your song. It's a badass riff. Fuck yeah, it is. Blue suit, brown shirt. Something I should have dropped in there because I forgot all about it. You guys remember Sabbath? Yeah. S A B B A T. Yeah. That was a great intro. Yeah. The beginning of that album with the. I never heard it. I don't think I heard it. I probably heard it on like Wreckage or something. I pulled up. You gotta pull it up, Billy. I pull it up. What was the name of that album? Uh, that's. Oh, God. 
I think they started kind of delving into that, like they were concept, like lower level of well, not lower level, but like that deeper, darker level of thrash, like that was like what we were used to, and then kind of delving more into like the witchcrafty stuff. Sabbath was very, uh, it, yeah. What was the name of that freaking album? Hold on, I'll uh, tell you. If we go back. We've got Dreamweaver. Yeah, that was it. That was it. History. That's not how it time. Goes. Dreamweaver. That's the one that had to do dark horses have nightmares or something. Yeah. The oh. beginning of the end? Yeah, the beginning Is of the end. Is that the end? Yeah. And yeah. then it goes into the clerical conspiracy. Yeah. The so clerical. which one do we need to hear? Uh, the be- beginning of the end. The if we're end. doing intros. Yeah. The beginning of the end. It's the end of the beginning. Creepy. They were kind of King Diamond-esque. But with uh, more Hitler type vocals, like I hate that. You say Hitler. Exactly. How do you say I'm a walking abortion in German? Sorry. Yes. That's a fucking killer opener, man. Right? <laughs> this whole album is so fucking good. Me and Tommy were way into these guys. That's badass. I'm going to have to fucking go download that. That's awesome. That's 1989. That is fucking late 80s trash. Big time. That is trash. If you guys are wondering what trash oh, sounds like, it's that's fucking out. trash. And this whole album's concept. It's all a story. Oh, I'm gonna check this out. Yeah. So what is it? Sabbath Dreamweaver? Dreamweaver. Dreamweaver? Cool. I'm checking that out. I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> I, know dog, you dare. I know you dare me, but I'm still gonna do it. Oh, I think I know what's next on the list. Do I know what's next on the list? I think I'm psychic. I think it is one of Metal Nerdery's favorite bands and probably one of oh, Metal God, Nerdery's most loved, <laughs> most appreciated. Well, it's going to frost, but can't. most hailed bands. No. no, you got to hold it for this. Yeah. You just have to. This is one of the best openers ever. Yeah. Ever, this, ever, I, I think ever. even Tony Iommi would have to give, give credence to that. Yeah. No, yeah. this. It, it needs no introduction. You'll know. You'll know. God. <laughs> Even now, 34 years later, it still gives me a motor. Hashtag can't be loud enough. Exactly. Hashtag ball vice. Ready? Hashtag all other metal bands take notice. <laughs> this is what you should be doing. Yes. Oh, I'm not going to talk over that way. This is perfect timing. Look at setting the mood. Listening to you guys do the color lights album guy, you were talking about the different magic that was involved with, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Slayer. This was the first album they cut the fucking ridiculous echo off his voice. That's why it sounded so much better. It was it was oh, yeah. razor sharp. It nice. was crystal clear. That's why it sounded yeah. so much better. Because yeah, because yeah, Ruben stripped away all of that because the lyrics you couldn't really hear. Like well, earlier, we we're talking about listening to really listening to reading the lyrics. 
Rain and Blood was the first Slayer album where you could fucking hear, hear the everything lyrics. he's saying. Yeah. And yeah. that literally, when I heard that as a kid, it fucking scared the shit out of me. I was now, like, don't get me wrong. Damn, what is the, he talking about? The Echo had its place sure. on Shonen Morrissey and uh, and Hell Awaits because that's what every dark metal band sounded like. Venom, you know, right. that's what they sounded like in 1983 through 85. They had that extra Echo to make yeah. it sound spooky. But when they made this album, they cut all that shit out, and it sounded perfect. So it, it was yeah. the, it was the difference between, I guess, like you know, if we're gonna be a little dark here, like you know, a serial killer using a butter knife versus a scalpel, right? It's that level no, of difference. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, no, but I was. It was funny. I was riding in the car listening to y'all show, and I'm like, it was when they cut the fucking echo off. Yeah, that's man. when it got good. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I like the Echo. It had its place. Yeah. And it was spooky. That's when the and it kind of defined that early 80s thrash metal, dark metal thing. But when they made this album, uh, it changed. They, they stripped away so, all the fat. This is yeah. nothing but meat. Yeah. It's all meat. It's yeah. filet, basically, is this album. Yeah. It's yeah. one of the best songs. Yeah. yeah. That that song is like a piece of like, I don't even know if that I think that'd be Beyond Belay, Filet. Would that be like I, Pork Belly or something? Like I have such a hard time. Fat? Picking out my favorite songs from them. Okay, yeah. so killing Just an aggressor. I mean, fuck. Killing Fields <laughs> is an opener. I got to say this because I don't know anybody that remembers in Atlanta. Slayer came out to the Tower Records in Gwinnett. Yeah, and they fucking came out. I think it was the day they released Divine Intervention, and they literally they played Killing Fields, and they came out of the back room and Tower, and they were just kind of like you know, like. You know, mosh and shit, slamming, going to their little place to sit down and sign autographs and shit. But it was cool as fuck because they played the begin. They, it was like an album release party, so they yeah. played you know Divine Intervention. But as an opener, this is the first album with a new drummer with Paul Bostaff from Slayer or from Forbidden, Forbidden <laughs> Slayer anyway. <laughs> but this is after Dave left, so I mean, it was it was different. So it was like, all right, what's going to happen? Here's what happened. kind of changed or went yeah. a different route sure. yeah. but I remember when I bought this album or CD I had a badass system in my truck too that's a hell of an opening for a new drummer it's like alright show us what you got okay he's like I fucking do this in my sleep whatever yeah. dude that riff all of those riffs So good. It's very, very good. Very, very good. Should have yeah. And what about dog. War Ensemble too? I mean, come on. That is a killer fucking number. Dude. I should have put that in there. I think I was rushed for time. Yeah, I just assumed all Slayer was... Pretty much any Slayer <laughs> opener is a fucking awesome Slayer <laughs> yes. opener. I think we can basically just establish that right yes. here as fact. Yes. This is the darkness of Christ from God Hates Us All. 
it's dripping me out on the headphones. I can't do it. Yeah. If you if you read the uh, lyrics for Darkness of Christ, it's very, very intense. But then it goes into this. God hates us all. Apocalypse Radio. deny the power of Slayer. Can't be done. You cannot deny the power of Slayer. It's all... And now we're getting toward the end of the list here. We've got some couple of surprises. If you need to re-up on your relaxer, go do that at the moment. Testament. Now, if we're going to go chronologically... I think that's the wrong syllable. Chronologically? <laughs> Practice what you preach. I had a killer opener. The title track. This riffs. This album blew me away, man. Just popping this on the tape. As soon as I got in my car and I popped it in, I was like, that album I mean those first three Testament albums were all magic I think every thrash band in the 80s had like that magic period this was like the pinnacle of their magical their magic period I think because I mean they came off of the legacy right well the legacy and then or the new order the new order and then this I mean now this DNR is the opener from the gathering this was with Dave Lombardo and drums So keep that in mind when you hear this. The mix on the... This this is one of the most badass fucking openers I've ever heard. Talk about setting the tone and the attitude. Hashtag Chuck Billy. That's really all you got to say. And Testament. Never. Don't wait for it. 
gets better. Yeah. <laughs> just got better. Better and heavier and faster. Y'all should all go by Testament the Gathering. I'm gonna look at that. Avenger, I've never heard it. Good stuff. Wow. And if you think that's badass, go get go get uh, Titans of Creation, the yeah, New Testament. That shit's good, too. That's the new New Testament. Not in the book. The New Testament, the book's good, too. I'm talking about the New <laughs> Testament album, Titans of Creation. Let me go guess your favorite book. My favorite book? It's because I'm the fucking first dude in it. Right. Now, the tool. Wow. Tool is great regardless, but they have some killer openers. Can we agree that Stink Fist is like one of the most iconic openers? Oh, yeah. In yeah. Metal? I like Vicarious a lot. Vicarious is good, too. That's why I put it in there. But I had to include Stink Fist. Just because. It's also a hail to Bill Hicks. Who we also give kudos sure and commitments. This guy, yeah. a local musician. He does this on acoustic guitar with a looper. And oh, he yeah. makes all these noises. Really? Cool. Ridiculous. Give <laughs> him some kudos and croutons. Yeah. Oops. It depends on where you hit the guitar to get, make the different noises. It's and by the way, we did a two album dive a few episodes back. I'll listen. This is Nemo, right? Yeah. Have you seen the kids do uh, uh, 46 and 2? Or 42 and 6? I think I did yeah. see, did yeah, see that. <laughs> Shit, that little girl. This kid's got some yeah, talent, man. man. This kid's got some crazy yeah. talent. That drummer? Oh my god. If kids are doing that, parents, if your children have those kind of gifts musically, support it. Push them and support them to do whatever makes them happy because they're geniuses and they need to be heard by the yeah. rest of the world. Yeah. Please take that note. There's a there's a Pantera song they they do as well. Yeah, I saw that one. They do a Slipknot. Uh, uh, I haven't seen that one. Don't the deny. Don't deny the power of encouragement. They're different kids though. It's a music school, so like yeah. the kids yeah, that did the tool thing, they're probably yeah. in their twenties. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 And if you're listening to Vicarious, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, it's just enough good. to know that the acid's starting to kick in. Here come the psychedelics. Hello, this is Nigel Nigerson. I just took the most peyote I've ever had in my life. And now I'm listening to Tool. It's like I'm in the song. I thought Jambi was like a great like second second track but this song the way it builds Tool always builds their stuff yeah very well they're huge builders huge huge, huge. they're the huge. best builders they're the best huge. they're the best they're builders ever they're tremendous they're fantastic they're huge they're fantastic builders they're my favorite builders it's gonna be the best <laughs> best builders ever oh well they had the riffs too, man. They they still have the riffs. Yeah. And honestly, a lot of it's basic. Like it's yeah. the way they, they structure. Make it sound so good. Though. The way it's layered. Yeah. Yeah. They, well, they they've got a lot of texture to their music. I mean, Tool has always had texture, 
but it's like you know and I know it sounds like shit that we're talking all over you know Tool that's playing and we love the Tool but you have to listen to the Tool with you said it your favorite relaxer on 10 and everything shut the fuck out on 10 so you can just relax and meditate and listen to Tool that's the only proper one. I prefer vacuum-packed mushrooms. <laughs> Those are very assistable with the tool. Is assistable a word? It's a word today. So Not more than a quarter gram, but... But, you know, if you want to get, like, a nice breakthrough gram, tool experience, then... And and this is the last that I loaded, and I had to add this for our friend Russ. Yeah. Mean Street. These guys know I'm a huge Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen is the reason why I picked up the guitar to You begin have to with. love the Van Halen. Hail to the Van Halen. And they're not a metal band, but they have metal uh, moments. The, uh, they have metal moments. Uh, I'm going to go with kind of, they, they've got some metal. Mean got. Street is a fucking heavy metal song. Well, let's call it a hard rock band, but I think they're kind of dwelling into the metal. They had moments. Uh, Women and Children first had a couple of songs that were... That is fucking metal. Yeah. Charlie Daniels would call that fucking metal. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I tell you, that fucking Eddie Van Halen's killer. That's what he was Jay saying. could play this. Remember our boy Jay? Yeah, I remember. He could yeah. kill this. Yeah. It was just like, we had to play the song. We were in practice one night, and he did this whole thing. Like, All right, we got to do This was like hypnosis. When I first heard this, I was just literally, I think, because that was when I first started playing guitar, I was just like, ah. Uh, yeah. And then that. Totally, Simple man. blues riff, but the, the, the drums break it in. It's kind of like Adam talked about before about being like in the room where you're with the band and kind of feel like everything yeah. from everywhere. It's that vibe. Van Halen. They did a really good job recording like a live band. Like yeah. When you listen to their albums, the you kind of captured the feel of yeah. the live show. Yeah, because yeah, even when you see them live, like that Us Festival in 83, I yeah. think. But it's like if you watch that, it, it gives you that same vibe as like right. the album. It's like right. you kind of tune out the world and everything falls away and it's like you're in that place and it's the same. The only difference like is Dave Lee Roth remembered the lyrics on the albums. <laughs> I never remembered a lot. I think we can accredit that to a quote from the famous Rick James, which is cocaine's a, a hell of, of a drug. drug. <laughs> yes, that is what that is. <laughs> Did we miss any? Uh, I know we got to the V's here. I don't know if there's any extras you guys had that you added. Yeah, I loaded some here. Let's see. Excellent. Oh, I see a few that we haven't talked about before. That one particularly. Oh, man. Backshadowing album dive coming up. Yeah, of course, we just listened Sepultura. to Beneath the Remains. Correct. And Ooh, of course, this Painkiller. Oh, that's a good... You got to play that one. Come on. That's a great intro yes. to that Yes. New metal. This kind of started... This album basically started a whole new genre. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This was this was a left turn in metal in a way, but it yeah. was a good left turn. Well, it was, it was after the alternative kind of takeover in a way. Corn was a new level of yeah. of angry though. It was yeah. a new level of this is episode angst. episode twelve album dive twelve. Wait, bass man, fucking that bass. I heard somebody describe his bass sound as ping pong balls going downstairs. <laughs> downstairs. Kind of fucking is. Are you ready? 
saw them on the uh, what was their third album, the biggest one? Follow the leader. Yeah, with Head PG. They were just breaking, I think. At the yeah. at International Ballroom. Oh, They man. started with this song. Oh, wow. It looked like an ocean. And yeah, it was bad. just like... I bet that was badass. Yeah, Me and Adam was. saw them at the point, and that was like right when they broke, and the point's like a little shithole yeah. hole in the wall place. It's a, I don't know if it's still open, but it was just the vibe of the show, man. It was like they were something to be reckoned with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely something to be reckoned with. Yeah. All right. So, I've got some. What are we on? Hour three now? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the same one. Oh, no. It's hour 1.25. It's mosing along. Yeah, we're hey, almost, man. Y'all know any disturbed? <laughs> no, but I think we do know some sword. <laughs> you got to respect the sword. We're almost done here. Yes. I don't know this. You know sword? sword? Oh my god, dude. You've got homework to do. Yeah, do. <laughs> Russ has a homework assignment. This is just the opener to the rest of it. Oh, the whole album is just Go buy Age of Winners by the Sword. You must own this and have it in your catalog. And all their other ones, too. All the other ones, too, but definitely this and all the other ones. Doom Metal Band. Huh? Doom. Yeah. Not, not even. Stoner. Not right, that's even. what I was saying. Yeah. Kind of stoner metal, sort of Sabbath plus. A little different vibe. I love the Sword. They've got they've got a unique way about creating a vibe. Now are they uh, any members from other bands? No, they kind of came around, I guess, in the late two thousands, and just they were just there was something that it's like to me they're kind of like a smoothie of all the stuff that we love in metal, gotcha. like the Sabbath and like the COC and like Sleep and like all those things that we love together and like. They just made like a whole new thing of it. It was just, it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, the rest of the track, it, it, there's no singing on this one, but it's it's goodness. The sword was really good about I've atmosphere. I've heard the name, the sword. They, they were good about atmosphere. They had a really great way of like painting a oh, picture. And, oh, yeah. I mean, this the helmet. Is, yeah. This which we recently did. One of the best openers ever. Again. Check out our album dive for the meantime. Episode 37. Thank you for that. Ball caps, Adidas, shoes, and duckhead shorts. I fucking love this song. <laughs> it's straight up metal. Straight from the balls. Riff. I 
sausages. So fucking badass. All day. He's an angry fella. <laughs> no, that's kind of the thing about helmet is it kind of made because they were so clean cut because in metal everybody was all long hair and all that oh, shit oh yeah that's what I'm they saying were all duck head shorts and but it was like they were angry as fuck like they were way more angry than even like the most long haired typical boys boys gone bad yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Paige we apologize for that that's kind of true sort of it's what they look like compared to videos you're watching Headbangers Ball right right and you're looking at Annihilator or you're looking at Cinderella, whatever, and then there's helmet. Yeah. <laughs> They're like short hair, ball yeah. caps, yeah. khaki shorts, cargo shorts. At least it didn't have man buns. That was plus. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> Adidas. Do we have some death? Oh, some hell spiritual yeah. healing. Oh yeah, oh, great album. Living monstrosity. Every day, blue fire in the world to corrupt addiction with fire. He's the best death metal singer ever. 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 I've got more to do. He you can understand that. every word yeah. the man says. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And it's just evil. It is, man. Cut time, baby. Cut that time. I mean, he was like the Tony Iommi for death metal. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Hail to Chuck Shoulder. Please listen to headphones. Great yeah. documentary about that one. Yeah, it is. It's very good. He was good dude too. Like he loved his fans. Yep. Just a good guy. Chuck Shoulder was kind of like a. He was almost kind of like the Jesus of death metal. He kind he of was brought a, metal together. He was a party guy, loved everybody. Well, but he was yeah. like a big fan of like metal is metal. Yeah. You know, and that's what it is. It's not oh, segregated. It's just all metal. Like these guys. Of course. You got to play that one. Yeah, I mean, what a what an opener this is. Here comes the bus jumping over the barn or the plane crashing. Like yes. <laughs> it's a shitty bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> So 41. Oh. Oh, the SOD dive. 11.59 a.m. every Saturday. This was my shit. 11.59 a.m. specifically? Oh, 11.59 p.m. Sorry. When the show would kick off, this was the music at the beginning. Oh. With the plane crashing into the yeah, bus yeah, and yeah. all that shit. Hashtag headbangers bold. Yes, indeed. Don't get much better than that. I no. love the SOD. Roots. Ooh, the roots. roots. I think the first time I heard that was on acid. <clears throat> Not that that necessarily matters, but it made it a very vivid experience. There's a great uh, live video. It's a whacking, I think, with uh, open air with roots and. I'm sure this is the first song they play, and it's just like the crowd. Yeah, well, Max is just a shit. machine himself. Is that both of the Tabalera brothers? I think so. We don't need to fake 
<laughs> they had something else going. Kettle drums in the background. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Now that reminds me of like isolation, like you know the opener for Quadra. Oh god! That Holy song. fucking shit! That that song. Is if, if you can find that on the YouTube's, that's yeah. Holy right Jesus! That, that that song is crazy, crazy good. That video is nuts. I know it's one of those where it's like the studio track overdubbed with the live performance, but it's so fucking badass. And I think we might leave you with this. Possibly. Or maybe something else. Oh, wow. What a deal. Uber Eats, 35% off. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Uber Eats. You can be a sponsor of COVID. Have you heard you this yet? A few of those. Have you heard this yet? Sepultura Quadra. Oh, the, is it new? Their latest. Dude. How new? Oh, very Brands new. Bank. This oh, okay, now Brands I Bank. I saw them three years ago. Prepare. Testament. Take a get ready. And prong. Take a get ready pill. Oh, that's so good. That singer is a giant. Video. He is a giant. <laughs> he is a monster. He was so good live. Holy cow. Here we go. video too oh my god yeah go check out the video very good intro and by the way this album is as badass as the opening it's yeah, fucking badass it really front to back go buy quadra yes. download it steal it yes do whatever you gotta do wait for it back and just keep hitting like play it again play it again play it again play it again oh Renan it can't be loud enough oh yeah oh the whole fucking thing oh, yeah. is it really is this is this is a primo example of setting the tone for the whole thing yeah it, it's it's front to back it's good I, I, I've listened to it a shitload it's yes. fucking awesome I'm Me telling too. you when we saw him um, I, again it was three years ago it was Prong opened Sepultura then Testament I bet that was a killer fucking show. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, Testament, of course, was wonderful, but Sepultura, I hadn't seen them since the original lineup. I mean, yeah. We're talking 30 years ago. Right. They were great. And yeah. that, that singer looks like a 
like an action hero. <laughs> he was like giant, big muscles. And, yeah, he's, he's, and he was all over the stage, yeah. like slamming and going nuts. I mean, yeah. they were really, really good. They're fucking badass. Yeah, they put on a great show. Prong was really good, though. Yeah. And I was never a big Prong guy, you know. Uh, I didn't know. <laughs> oh, yeah? Depends on what kind of Prong we're MG, do you care to weigh in? Please send us an email. Or you can send me a personal one. No, but I didn't, I didn't know their music. And... uh Anyways, great show. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I just put my nose in my microphone. No, there's no coke on there. Sorry. All right, fellas, let's wrap, let's wrap this one up. Yeah, let's wrap it up because we got a good frost and I got a comedy gig soon. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. This was our favorite, some of our favorite uh, intro opener songs, which we might could do another one of these. I'm sure there's plenty oh, we could add. Oh, yeah. There'll be su- several volumes, up to four at least, of these. Hashtag Black Sabbath. Hashtag Volume 4. Anyway, thank you for listening to The Metal Nerdery. For Bill, Russ, thank Holden you, Cox, you. and everybody else in the newsroom. The revolting. What? No, Holden, Holden uh, Cox. Holden sorry. Cox. Holden, Holden Cox. Cox for Fox News. <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyway, continue to su- uh, support The Metal Nerdery. Spread the wordery. Check out our Patreon. Send us an email, metanerdery at gmail.com. Nerd out. Peace and love. Peace and love. Later. And good night. And good night. This is Nigel Nigerson, and you're listening to Metal Nerdery. Please follow them on the social media. They are now on Twitter at Metal Nerdery. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Metal Nerdery Podcast and search for them out in the Googles at metalnerdery.com slash podcast. This is obvious Osborne. That guy's British. Isn't it obvious? <laughs> <laughs>